Oh, hey, 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 hey. Good news, everybody. Good news. Guess who's on the podcast today? Barbecue Eddie is back. Oh, yeah. Just in time, just before summer snuck out the back door into uh, fall and winter, Barbecue Eddie is on the show today trying to get his grill happening, man. Good times with Barbecue Eddie. Also, uh, yours truly, who I know you think of as an angel. I know you think I'm a little innocent angel, but uh, I did some stealing. And I'm going to confess. I'm going to confess to my crimes on this podcast. Yeah, this is going to be heavy. This is going to be dramatic. How many of you have confessed your sins out in the open the way I'm about to? Not many. So stick around for that. Uh, Also, a crazy news story today. Oh, my God. Some guy was killed by the most most unimaginable method and apparatus you could ever think of. It's it's almost hard to believe it's so twisted. Uh, You'll want to hear how this guy met his demise tragically in the Harland Highway crazy news story. It's so sad, it's almost funny. But that's what we do here. We look for the funny in everything, because this is the Harland Highway! What is this, some kind of a joke or something? Welcome to the Harland Highway. What you talking about, Willis? Son, you got a panty on your head. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Oh, God, what's happening here? What's happening? Hey, Harland, it's Shelly. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That is fantastic. What's wrong with everybody in this crazy place? The Harland Highway. (gasps) What is it? The opening. To what? To another dimension. This is Harland Williams. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. That is fantastic. My client! should go right to fucking jail! The son of a bitch is guilty! That man is guilty! Oh my God, the shame. The shame. It's true. It's true, ladies and gentlemen, okay? That man that is guilty is me. And it might be you, too. You might be just as guilty as I am. Ha ha ha, I gotcha. Have you ever done this? And I just did it, and I'm fessing up because I'm so riddled with guilt. I just did it earlier today, and I can't live with myself. So this is kind of like a confession here on the Harland Highway. It's it, it, it it's like uh, going to confession at church. I need to cleanse my soul. I, I need to get rid of my guilt. Have you ever gone into a restaurant or a fast food place? And taken something? I don't know if it's stealing, but taken something. Like, here's here's where I'm guilty. And here's why I have to do this segment and I have to, to, I have to cleanse my soul before I get to the pearly gates and, and try to redeem myself in front of God and the devil. I went to Chipotle today, you know, the fast food Mexican place. And I got myself a little burrito bowl to go. And I went and filled up my drink with Coke, my cup with Coke. And then I went to grab a plastic fork. (laughs) 
to eat my burrito bowl. And somewhere in my head, I went, oh, wait a minute. I'm having a little barbecue at the house tomorrow. I'm having a little get together. I might need some extra plastic forks. And instead of taking one plastic fork, I took three plastic forks. And I feel so bad about it. Why did I do it? Why, why would I do something like that? But, but the forks are out there free. They're in a little bowl. There's, there's hundreds of little plastic forks. But Chipotle makes good ones. They're, they're, they're sturdy. They're thick. They're not like the flimsy, like, white plastic ones that you ever get a plastic fork, one of the cheap white ones, and they're so thin, they, they snap in half in your macaroni and cheese? Or you put them in something that's too hot, and they, they literally melt and curl up? Not the Chipotle plastic forks, man. They're thick. They're they're sturdy. They're hardy. They're worth stealing. Man, that man is a slime. He is a slime. If he's allowed to go free, then something really wrong is going on. Mr. Kirkland, you are out of order. You're out of order. I took my order. I took my order from Chipotle, and when it it came time to go and get a fork and put it in the bag, I put three. Oh, I mean, I... And the other thing I feel guilty about, I'm so cheap. Why would I do that? Normally, I'm not cheap like that. Normally, I don't think like that. Normally, I don't go... Well, you know, if I grab a couple of forks here, I don't have to go to the grocery store and pay for some plastic forks. Oh, my loving. I'm like, what am I thinking? Two lousy plastic forks, but somehow it got into my head, and I don't steal. And I, I, I guess I guess, because <laughs> it was free, maybe it isn't even stealing. I don't know that legally it is stealing. Maybe I'm guilty of taking more than I needed. But I just feel so stupid. I drove away. I walked away. I slunk through the the door of Chipotle looking around to see if I actually looked around to see if anyone saw me. The guy standing beside me getting his Coke, I kind of... I kind of glanced to my side to see if he saw me put the extra two forks in my bag. What kind of low-life scumbag am I? Fork stealer. That man, that sick, crazy, depraved man. Oh, God, the the guilt, the shame. Oh, God. I'm going to do it. I'm going to put the the stolen forks out at the barbecue. And, and where did it get me? What, what, how far ahead of the, of the curve? How far ahead of the game of life did it get me? Did I save a nickel? Did I cheat the system? Is that why I did it? Did I do it because I felt like I was giving it to the man? Oh, yeah. Corporate America. Corporate Chipotle, the big corporation. I, I showed them. I, I pulled one over on Chipotle. And even when I was driving home, I was trying to justify in my head. I go, well, how about the times when I went into Chipotle and the service was slow? How about the time, you know, the, the chick behind the, uh, the counter, I asked for some uh, sour cream on my burrito bowl and she was kind of light with it. She, she didn't put very much on or, or uh, you know, I asked for ch- chicken 
in my burrito bowl and she was kind of chintzy. Well, now I've evened the score. I got two extra forks. Don't mess with this guy. So I had all these rationales in my head. At the end of the day, I was just an idiot. I was a cheap, misery, dumb idiot, fork thief. And, 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 and I'm confessing and I'm hoping Chipotle forgives me and I'm, I'm hoping you forgive me. And most of all, I hope that the big creator in the sky forgives me. Do you realize that thou shalt not steal is one of the Ten Commandments? Can you imagine if yours truly, your humble host, <laughs> Harland Williams, ends up in the fiery pits of hell with Hitler and Saddam Hussein and Osama bin Laden and Ben Stiller. I don't even know why I threw his name in, but can you imagine if I end up down there with Satan for eternity because I stole two plastic forks that were free? So I'm going to do it right here. God, please forgive me. Forgive me for my sins, dear Lord in heaven. Please forgive me. I I will never take free forks again. Please forgive me. I want to go to heaven. Please. So I don't know. I wonder if the people at my barbecue who use the plastic forks will, will, will get a residue effect and they go to hell for using stolen merchandise. It's just an endless cesspool. It keeps going on and going on and going on. This whole thing is out of order. You're out of order. The whole trial is out of order. They're out of order. But let me ask you this, oh faithful ones, as you sit there and gloat and sit on your high and mighty thrones, judging me, condemning me, chastising me for my lowly deeds. But let me ask you this. Have you ever done it? Have you let he who is without sin cast the first ketchup packet from McDonald's? Let he who is without sin cast the first ashtray from the hotel room? Let he who is without sin cast the salt and pepper shaker from Denny's? Uh Aha, you see where this is going? How many of you have committed this sin? How many of you who are destined for hell have taken too many of something? Have you taken too many straws at Burger King? Have you taken too many napkins at Arby's? Have you taken too much horsey sauce? What have you done? Maybe you'd like to phone in and confess your sins. At least I manned up to it. Yes, yours truly, a lowly fork thief. Oh, the shame. But at least I asked for forgiveness. You son of a bitch, you! You're supposed to stand for something! Hello? Hello? Hey, Arnold, this is Zach. Um, so, I'm a little behind on the podcast right now. I just listened to the uh, 4th of July episode uh uh, about your barbecuing, and Barbecue Eddie didn't make an appearance at all. Uh, I was just making sure he's okay, um, making sure he's around, because I thought of all people that Barbecue Eddie would have showed up for your barbecue. Um, anyways, 
maybe you can just touch base on where he's at and what he's doing. Uh, until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. This is Eddie. He wants to party, but they just hang up. Here it is, our crazy news story. This one is, uh, wow, let, let me just read the headline here. Ready? Death by, can you guess what this guy was killed by? Death by bagpipe. Man's lung illness linked to mold and instrument. So this guy, a bagpipe player, killed by his own bagpipes. Here's the story. Listening to the bagpipes has been compared to torture. But who knew that playing them could kill you? British doctors are blaming the death of a 61-year-old Liverpool man on his bagpipes, whose moist, dark interior apparently provided an ideal breeding ground for fungus. Authors of the case report are calling the man's condition bagpipe lung. Can you imagine that every time you talk? You, you sound like a bagpipe? People are like, oh, hey there, Billy. Where were you today, lad? Oh, I was at the store, don't you know? I went down to the store to get some milk and butter. Go on then, get out of my way. i got to go to the store and pick up some eggs. The man's demise appears to be the first documented case 
of death by bagpipe, experts say. Quote, it sounds like a Monty Python skit or an Agatha Christie story gone wrong. The technical name for the man's lung disease is hypersensitivity pneumoniitis, which occurs when the immune system tries to fight off a foreign invader such as mold or yeast. The ensuing inflammation ends up scarring the lung, make it harder for patients to breathe, and I guess eventually they die. Good Lord. It just gets worse for this this guy, too. I mean, God, we, you know, it's like the top of the story said, the bagpipes are kind of hard to live with to begin with, but when they come killing, but it gets worse. The bagpiper suffered for seven years with symptoms of dry cough, shortness of breath, and weakness. The illness left him able to walk no more than about 65 feet, according to the study. Although he had been previously been able to walk more than six miles. Good Lord. I wonder what happened when he hit 65 feet. He's like, okay, here we go. Let's see, 59, 60, 61, 62, 63, 64, 65. <coughs> Uh, uh. Oh, that, that is a sharp note. <coughs> oh, that me bagpipe lungs kicking in there. Might as well play a funeral march for somebody. Can you imagine him when he coughed? It sounded like a bagpipe. A variety of things can trigger lung inflammation, including the dust shed by pigeon feathers, a condition known as pigeon fancier's lung. Oh, God. Remind me to stay away from pigeons. But it said this bagpiper had no contact with pigeons. I mean, that would be a double kicker. You know, he's blowing on his bagpipes. And just when he takes his mouth off, the thing to breathe in and take a breath. What the fuck? Why is that a pigeon flying by? Suddenly I can't breathe. Uh, they say they tested the man's bagpipes and found a wide array of mold and yeast. Ooh. Ye, imagine your, your musical instrument with a yeast infection. God. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't play the cello anymore. It's got a yeast infection, yeah. Used to play the trumpet before the yeast infection. I was with the Boston Philharmonic until half of them got a yeast infection, you know. I got herpes off my friend's clarinet, I'll tell you that. I mean, I got an STD off... Uh, of Carol's harp, and uh, I don't even want to tell you about the AIDS I got off, uh, you know, Bill's grand piano. I mean, holy fuck. It said that if he, if the uh, mold and all that crap had been identified earlier and he had stopped playing the bagpipes or cleaned them regularly, he may well have just gotten better, King says. It sounds like he needed to douche his bagpipes. 
Sounded like he needed a, like a jar of Summer's Eve and just spend a morning douching. Get the oil and vinegar in there, man. Clean that chamber out. Three year, years ago, an English bad bagpiper named John Schoen came close to death from lung disease linked to his bagpipe. Researchers also have reported respiratory problems in trombone and saxophone players who failed to properly disinfect their instruments. Jeez. You ever notice we haven't heard from Kenny G for a while? Wonder where that guy is. Maybe six feet under. Maybe he's at some lung hospital getting his stomach pumped with him and Rod Stewart. Ian Clabum, chairman of the Bagpipe Society in England. The real thing is, the funny thing is, there's a bagpipe society. Has heard reports over the years about infections, infections related to bagpipes, but he said he has no plans to give up his beloved instrument. Aye, there's more risk crossing the road, I reckon, is what he says. I wonder if these guys are doing more than just playing their bagpipes. I'm starting to wonder. Starting to wonder if uh, maybe there's more than just their lips going around the bagpipe. Oh, you know, they name them Susie. Oh, Susie, that's it. Oh, Susie, Susie girl. Oh, oh, that's it, Susie. Hit those high notes for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. Come back here behind the tool shed, Susie. Aye, that's a good lass. Oh, eh, oh. <coughs> oh, wait a minute. Oh, oh, my God, Susie, you got the yeast. Oh, Susie. <coughs> oh, but you feel so good, I cannot stop. Oh, you yeasty little musical minx. Oh, <coughs> So there you go. Uh, for all you bagpipe players, clean the yeast and the fungus out of your bagpipe and uh, live a little longer. This is Eddie. He wants to party, but they just hang up. Thanks for calling Sky Hotel. Mike's in here. How may I help you? Hey, man. How's it going? Good. How are you? Awesome. It's uh, Eddie calling. Okay. Uh, I was going to see if you wanted to do that uh, barbecue today or if you have time. Uh, you want you wanted the schedule for, I mean, the, the hours, restaurant hours? No, I was, I was wondering if you wanted to crack the barbecue on and throw some ribs on and stuff today or. Uh, we're Sky Hotel. We don't do, you know. Maybe uh, pop and drop some baby back ribs and crack a few Heinekens or something? Or? Uh, no, we don't have them. Uh, yeah, we have, a, we, we have a Korean Japanese style restaurant. And you can... I know, but I, I was seeing if you wanted to come do the barbecue today, we could slap down some Cajun uh, oh, no, catfish I... fillets or something and pop them and drop them or something? Or... Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> Maybe power slam some Heineken's or if you have time or. Okay. Um, hello, hello. Sorry, I. What was it? 
Yeah, I was going to see if you wanted to, maybe if you had time to power slam a few Heinekens and stuff. Okay. Um, okay, what, so what would you like? Which, you're Eric? No, it's Eddie. Eddie calling about the barbecue. Seeing uh, if we could get together and throw it on and fire it up. No, you're, yeah, we're a hotel. We're not, sorry, no. Do you have a, a yard there or something where we could fire up the queue or? Um, you can just wait a sec. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we, we don't have the yard for that purple. We could just put it out in the grass or something and like smoke some ribs and. <laughs> no, sorry about that. Power crack some Heineken's or something or. Just a, probably an hour and a half. Yeah, sorry, we don't have that service for the uh, particular barbecue. Is there anywhere close by where I could power slam the barbecue? Or? Uh, no, we don't have anywhere nearby. Is there anywhere I could power slam it? Or? You can check other motels or hotels, but our hotel, no. No power slamming at your hotel? Uh, no, sorry. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, how about you? You want to grab a Heineken after work or something? or? Sorry, I'm working. I cannot grab a drink with you, though. I mean, after, like, when you're done, we could pop and drop a couple of Heineken's, or? No, sir, I'm sorry. Um, uh, what time do you finish? I could roll by. I, I don't finish until late midnight today. That's okay. We could go down to, um, you know. Okay, but I got to sleep, sir. I cannot go take a drink, okay? What? Okay, is just, there anything else I can help you with? I guess if there's no way to barbecue, I guess I'm out of luck here. Yeah, but I, I'm sorry, I do not have that information, like I said, so... You uh, can have motels or hotels, but in hours, no. You're sure about that drink later, though, huh? You don't want to just crack a Heineken later tonight at midnight, I or...? I don't drink. I, I have to drive home. I sleep, okay? I could drive. I got the truck. I could drive, you know, just looking for someone to have a Heineken with and stuff. I could drop you off, uh, no problem. Okay, but, uh, do you, I do not do that service the way. Um, okay. we could glaze some shrimp and, um, if you got time, I mean, just looking for someone to have a beer with, kind of. Okay, so um, if you're okay, you do if you don't have a reservation, then I have a guess I have to check them out now. So. Okay, well maybe tomorrow. How's tomorrow look? Tomorrow is the same date, so I can't. There's there's only there's a lot of, lot of guests in front of me now. Can I call you tomorrow? Is that uh, maybe crack a Heineken or? No, I'm sorry, sir. Okay, maybe next summer or. Hey, what? What the hell? What the? What about next summer? What the hell? That was Eddie. He wants to party, but they just hang up. Oh, poor Eddie. Will it ever happen for him? Will he ever get his barbecue? And can you believe summer is coming to a close? Another summer? I promised you we'd get barbecue Eddie in there, and we did. 
Gotta have barbecue Eddie, man. Are you crazy? Um, but uh, I, I hate to just end the show on a down note. I don't want it to be down, but, you know, it, you know, I always feel a little down, if I'm being honest, when summer ends. It almost feels like summer is the reason we do the rest of the year, isn't it? It feels like, all right, I'll suffer through winter and fall as long as you give me a summer. And that whole rainy spring thing is fine, but it's still a bit chilly. But if it rolls into summer, okay. Summer's like the dangling carrot. We all wait for summer. Summer's when so much fun stuff happens. Summer's when we we go fishing and swimming and water skiing. And we have summer romances. And we run around in our shorts. And we get tans. And we feel good. And we feel rejuvenated and alive. And it just it always feels weird when it starts to end. We're in the last week of August. And I, I it, it makes me sad. Because you know the cold's going to come and the shorter days with the darkness and the, you know, it's like another year till summer and sure, I look forward to it, but it's just, I don't know. So I don't want to, I don't want to bring everyone down, but uh, it is a little sad and I hope you guys had an amazing summer. I hope you had a great summer. And it sounds like Eddie went another summer without his barbecue. Poor guy. Maybe next year. Poor barbecue Eddie. Oh, poor, poor barbecue Eddie. This is Pete Hanks a million looking for barbecue Eddie. Where in the hell are you at? I got the sweet corn from the farmer's market. Where in the hell are you at? I got the baked beans with the coleslaw and the little sesame seeds in it you like. Where in the hell are you at? I got the Heineken ice down in the hog cross. Where in the hell you at? Hanks a million. Uh, hey, Harlan. Harlan, hey. Uh, this is Teddy. I've been looking for my cousin, um, Eddie, because I wanted to see if he wanted to, you know, throw a couple of sausages on the grill and uh, throw back some Coronas or Heinekens, maybe. So, uh, I don't know if you know where he's at. I... I keep listening to your podcast. Hey, be quiet. Those are my, those are my ducks. <laughs> They're Indian runner ducks. They're, uh, they're quite chatty. But, um, and, and they don't, they're not for eating on the grill, by the way. They're my pets. Um, I'm looking for Teddy. Or I'm Teddy. I'm looking for Eddie to do a little barbecuing. What's up? Can you shine a light on it for me, please, my man? Thank you. Bye. Happy grilling. This is Eddie. He wants to party. But they just hang up. Oui? Hey, how's it going, man? Pardon? Hey, how are you? It's uh, Eddie calling. What the hell? That was Eddie. He wants to party, but they just hang up. Oh, man, even the French people are hanging up on barbecue, Eddie. Well, I hope you enjoyed uh, barbecue, Eddie. And uh, 
And I hope you enjoyed a great, great summer. I, I know there's still a little bit of it, you know, it still lingers a bit into September, but uh, for the most part, she's all wrapped up. But I hope you had a, I hope you had a great, fun-filled, healthy, f- happy summer. And here's to many, many more. Um, and as we roll into fall, let me uh, let me uh, bring to your attention my stand-up comedy schedule. Uh, I will be touring all over the United States of America, man. Uh, starting September 9th and 10th, I'll be in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah at Wise Guys. Incredible club. So much fun. Uh, and then the following weekend, I'll be in Kansas City. Kansas City at the Improv. That'll be September 15th through the 18th. Uh, so please uh, go online and get your tickets to follow uh, the, the end of September, September 30th. The first weekend of uh, October, I'll be in Pittsburgh at the Pittsburgh Improv. Haven't been there for a year or two. Looking forward to being back there. Uh, all these dates are available um at harlandwilliams.com, okay? So uh, you can uh, you can just go to my website, harlandwilliams.com, order your tickets. All the links are there. You can order your tickets now. Get ahead of the curve. Reserve your seats. And uh, come see the kid in action. It's going to be a blast, ladies and gentlemen. Also at the site, uh, you can phone me. The phone number is 323-739-4330, 323-739-4330. Leave a message. You might get it on the air like some of our wonderful listeners today. Um, also, you can write me at uh, harlowilliams.com. There is a contact link. I look at all those emails, so look forward to hearing from y'all. Uh, don't forget to check out our store. There's a great store at... Uh, at the website where you can order some fun merchandise. We'll ship it out to you. And lastly, don't forget to uh, get our free app on your cell phone. Just go into your app store, type in the Harland Highway, and you can download the app for free. You get the uh, most current uh, 50 episodes for free. If you want the uh, archived episodes, which is almost 800, that's a lot of listening. Um, it's only 20 bucks a year. Plus you get all kinds of bonus material that regular listeners don't get. You get live stand-up shows that I do. You get my other podcast called let's have a fight where me and comedians and actors have verbal arguments. Uh, it's a ton of fun. And for 20 bucks a year, you can't go wrong, man. Uh, so please uh, join the premium membership. Uh, you can do that by going to the website and clicking on the app page. And uh, you're in. 20 bucks gets you all this extra amazing bonus comedy that you won't get on this podcast. So there you go. Uh, keep it real in the deal. Let's have a fun fall and winter. And uh, until next time, shut your barbecues down. And chicken chow mein, baby. Well, how about you? You want to grab a Heineken after work or something? Or? Sorry, I'm working. I cannot grab a drink with you, though. I mean, after, like, when you're done, we could pop and drop a couple of Heinekens or... <laughs>